Hello and welcome. My name is Michelle Wolf, and you are listening to the Move Forward podcast. Each week, we will be talking about living life to the fullest and making the intentional choice to move past trauma. I'm a registered massage therapist, a whole food lover with farm roots. It's important to slow down, take time for healing, and to incorporate proper nourishment through fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset. During this journey, I'll be speaking openly about my personal experiences with cancer, loss of a loved one, wellness, and infectious optimism. Plus, you'll get to hear interviews with many truly inspirational and informative guests. We'll tackle each challenge with courage and care. Thank you for joining us on a mission to move forward in body, mind, and soul. Now let's begin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another quick burst of information and inspiration to help you along your journey. This past week, I was off for a week of summer holidays, and it was a blast while I was with my partner and his daughter, and we made the most of every single day. We went to Wonderland, which was a blast. I used to go as a child every year, and I actually haven't been back for quite a few years, so it was so much fun to get back and to see some of the new rides. We had some funnel cake while we were there. And if you guys haven't had funnel cake, or if you don't know what I'm talking about, you are definitely missing out. Now, this is a delicious treat that is full of deep fried gluten, dairy, and heaps of sugar. It is not something that you're going to be eating on a daily, but it is definitely a once a year kind of treat. And I have so many wonderful memories of eating it with my dad and my cousins. So it was really great to share it with my family now. We also went bowling and we went to Build-A-Bear, Legoland. We had lots of meals out, swimming, and we just had lots of fun hanging out together. Now, I love holidays and I love enjoying time relaxing and, of course, going on all of these adventures. But the one thing that I miss when I'm on a holiday is my routine, my regular workouts and my typical morning routine. Now, don't get me wrong. I was happy not to have my routine in place for the week. But after the week was up, I was realizing how much I missed having my healthy habits that I usually do each week. You see, I have my morning routine for a reason. It sets me up for success. It makes me feel prepared for the day and for life in general. It helps me stay focused and motivated. So getting out of my routine is okay for a short time, but I know that in the grand scheme of things, staying on my routine is going to best serve me and my goals. So you might be wondering, what does my morning routine look like? Well, I am thankful to say that typically my workday doesn't start till around 9 or 10, so I do have a large part of my morning to dedicate it to my morning routine. And although for all of you who may work earlier in the day, a morning routine can still be made possible and can make a huge impact on your day. So if you're thinking already that it doesn't apply to you, it can and it does. You just have to find what really works best for you. 
So the first thing is that I do set an alarm. I will often get up before my alarm, but I always set one just so that I don't sleep in too late and then miss my time for my morning routine. Now, I know many people say that when you wake up, You want to wake up at like 5 a.m. to be that successful person. And I think that's lovely. But for me, it is something, it's not something that I really enjoy or find very helpful. I like to go to bed around 11. So waking up at 5 only gives me about six hours of sleep. And I know personally that I need about seven to eight hours of sleep. So I make sure that I get it. I would also recommend this for others. Find out that number, that amount of hours that really allows you to feel rested when you wake up and stick to that time. Whether you need to get to bed earlier or whether you need to wake up at a certain time, either way, you want to stick with that time so that you're getting in all those hours of sleep and also that you can get up in time for that morning routine or to be able to get to work on time. Next, I have a glass of water that I put right by my bed right before bed so that when I wake up in the morning, it's already right there and I consume this glass before I even leave my bedroom. If I really have have to pee, I will go to the washroom first, but then I'll come back and I'll drink that entire tall glass of water. This is a huge part of my morning routine. I will always, always consume at least two large glasses of water before I leave for work and before I leave for a workout or for any reason if I am leaving that door in the morning I will have already consumed at least two large glasses of water. So this is absolutely non-negotiable for me. I know that It is extremely vital for my body to have that water. So I make sure that it is drank before I leave for the day. Okay, so after that first glass of water, I'm still near my bed. So I will either lay in my bed again or I will lay down on a yoga mat and I will do my dog stretches. So this is an incredible stretch where I lay on my stomach with my hands um, or my arms, I should say, to the sides And my knees and my head are going to be going in the opposite direction. So you can find this demonstration on my Instagram page, but I have been doing this for several years now, and it's the same shape that you see a dog in when they sleep. It is the perfect spine and full body stretch. So I will lay on both different sides for about two to five minutes each. I naturally get really stiff and sore, my body does. So I have found that this helps me incredibly to stay stretched out and to get warmed up for the day. Um, I will then do a few rounds of sun salutations, which I learned from my life coach about eight years ago now. So I've been doing it for that long. And if you're not sure what it is, you can YouTube it, but it's really just a simple yoga routine that just furthers that stretch for a nice warm up for my body. Next, I do arm and leg rotations. This is one of my favorite ways to feel more awake. It is a dynamic stretching routine, which means you are stretching with movement. So I'm going to be swinging first my arms around in all different directions, and I do have a routine for it. Um, You can find it on my Instagram page somewhere on there. I have it 
put on there um, a little video of it. But what I really love the most about this is that I am raising my arms above my head and also creating rotation throughout my shoulders. So this is a movement that you're going to find that you aren't going to do very often, right? So how many people actually raise their arms above their head? It's really not very common. And, they, and the saying goes, if you don't use it, you lose it. So for all of those adults out there who aren't raising your arms very often up over your head, and then let's say one day you need to go grab something out of or off of a really high shelf, you are more opt to pull or to tear a muscle because you're stressing your muscles so much with that movement that you've only done, let's say maybe like once every several months. So again, I swing my arms around and above my head for about five, roughly about five minutes. Then I'm going to switch and do my legs and I go back and forth, um, one leg at a time and then side to side. And I count out 20 swings for each, um, each way and each leg. And I can always feel my hamstrings just really pulling here. And I love it so much. It is a less invasive stretch and it's the perfect warm-up stretch, which is why I do it every single morning. So next up is a workout if it's a workout day. If not, then I will also just go for a walk. So either way, I like to get in about 30 to 60 minutes of some type of movement every single morning. And I do best with working out in the morning because I like to shower and get ready after that. Um, also I like to work out with an empty stomach. I don't need any food bouncing around inside of me. Um, so empty is key for me. Now, once I have completed my workout, I will drink more water, of course, um, often adding some electrolytes, especially in the summertime when it's super hot. Then I will have a shower and then I will write in my journal. So I don't like to do that too early because I find that my mind is still really waking up and I find that I have more insight after I've worked out for the day. So in my journal for the past year or so, I've been doing similar to what Rachel Hollis talks about. So I'm going to be writing five things that I am grateful for and I'm going to write out 10 dreams as if they've already happened. So 10 things that I'd like to have in my future that hasn't happened yet, but I want to make it happen. So I'm manifesting it as if it's already happened. For instance, I often write about my Move Fitness clothing line, and I will write about how I have over 20 million downloads on my podcast. Things like this is what I'm going to have happen and what is what I'm going to make happen in my future. This allows me to focus on what I want so that I can continue to stay really motivated and make it a reality. Before doing this exercise, I don't know that I ever really took the time to really think about what it was that I wanted for my life or for my future. And maybe I'd think about these things periodically, but I don't really think that I truly thought about my desires. Now with this daily routine, I am able to think about it. I'm able to visualize it 
and really imagine what it would feel like to have these desires in my life. And I find I am more apt to put in place some habits to make these dreams a reality. I've already had some really special things come to flourishing in the past few months, things that I've been manifesting and writing about for a few months now, and it's happening and it's a reality now. It just shows how powerful it is to visualize and manifest what you truly want in your life and allow it to unfold and become a reality. Okay, so back to the morning routine. A few other things that I always do, but I don't really have an order for them. I just make them happen sometime throughout the morning, including making my bed, taking my vitamins, and also making a lunch. Um, usually it's a lunch that I'm going to take with me. So people who talk about the importance of a morning routine talk about how you should make your bed as soon as you get out of it. But I am not so strict on that. And in fact, I don't know why, but I feel like my sheets need a little bit of time to air out after I've gotten out of my bed. I don't know if this is true. I don't know where I came up with this idea, but it just seems right for me to just give them a little bit of time to air out and then I'm going to make my bed closer to the time that I'm going to be leaving my house for work. This is a small habit that shows that you can commit to something and you can accomplish even small things that keep you organized. I also love to come home to see my bed made. It looks so neat and so tidy. And even if I have some clothes that are out for laundry, or if I've left a little bit of a mess of other things that are in my room, having my bed made makes me feel so tidy. So when it comes to vitamins, I actually did a podcast about this with my naturopath, Dr. Sarah Olihan Turner, referring to the basic vitamins that I take and what most people can take. And you can refer to that podcast. It's number 37 titled Simplifying Basic Supplements. And I will have a link here to that in the show notes. Now for my breakfast, it all depends on what time I need to leave the house and how long I've been fasting for. I always fast for at least 12 hours. So if I've had my last meal at 7 p.m., I will wait till at least 7 a.m. to eat again. Proper intermittent fasting will need about 14 to 16 hours of fasting, which I will do a couple of times a week, but I always, always make sure that I have at least the 12 hours of no food. So the reason of why I do this and why I find this helpful is for several reasons. The first obvious reason is for better digestion. I naturally have very poor, slow digestion, so I like to give my body that extra time to work the food out of my intestines. I will feel less bloated and I will have a lot more energy if I have at least those 12 hours. The second reason is for allowing my body to have as much energy and nutrients to repair any damages that has been done from the previous day. You see, when we eat food, our body sends blood and energy to the stomach, to the intestines, to process each vitamin and mineral and to break down the food. It's an intricate process to break down the food and to absorb all the nutrients. 
as much as it's needed to survive, it's hard work for our body to do this. And so if you can imagine your body has been damaged, let's say you have a cut or you have a virus or a disease in the body, like digestion, these things need your body to send blood and nutrients and energy to these areas to repair them. So if you're constantly eating, the body will be using all its useful tools to take care of your digestion, and it will have less energy to eliminate and to fight off any diseases and injuries. This is why I love to fast overnight and for at least 12 hours. I'm giving my body the permission to use up all of its power and all of its energy and any tools it has to fight off diseases, bacterias, and injuries it has, especially the ones that are on the inside that you may not even know are happening. I am allowing my body to spend the time on these areas rather than expecting it to process and break down the food that I constantly could be feeding it. So for breakfast, I may or may not have breakfast. It all depends on what time I finished eating the night before, but typically I will have a later breakfast and it will always include lots of lots of vegetables, of course, and high protein and healthy fats. So my boyfriend's daughter actually asked me the other day why we like to eat vegetables for breakfast because, well, typically it's more common for people to eat carbs for breakfast, right? So you see more like cereals, breads, um, that's that sort of thing. So I personally don't eat many grains, but carbs in general tend to be really heavy for me to eat in the morning. And I find that if, if I eat a high carb breakfast, I am so hungry again in only a couple of hours, and then I'm going to be snacking more. So I find it really useful to eat more protein and more healthy fats, which will keep me feeling full longer so I can hold off until lunchtime to eat my next meal. So typically, I'm going to be either enjoying a massive omelet filled with vegetables or vegetables with hard-boiled eggs or a smoothie packed with spinach, berries, and lots of superfoods and protein powder. I find smoothies are really, really great if I'm going to be leaving early in the morning, and then I can eat that on the run, especially if I'm still needing some time for my fasting. And so that's really, I think, my morning routine. Like I had mentioned, I am not really crazy strict about the timing of everything, but I do make sure that all of these things are included in my daily morning routine. With these tools, I find that I am proud of myself for taking the time for myself and for acknowledging what I need to succeed to feel good, and to have energy for my day. I have a lot of dreams and goals for my life, and so it's really important for me to stay on track. Last week with the holidays, I wasn't as strict with everything, and I was really craving my routine once it was over. Now, I did still do a lot of my routine while I was on holidays, so I was still making the bed, I was still drinking my water, I was still doing some of my stretches, um, but I wasn't doing all of my stretches and I wasn't doing my workouts and what else wasn't I doing? Oh, I wasn't doing my journaling. So it is amazing how these really simple but effective habits can affect the way that I feel. It was a good reminder for me to continue to keep up with my routine and to make it a priority. 
So one thing that I can remember from a past episode with Nancy McDonald, she mentioned that after the passing of her husband, she started to include going out in the mornings to a cafe so that she could see people. She had been used to having her husband around, but because he had passed away, she no longer had him there with her. And so she made it a reason to get out into the community to spend time with people. And I love this morning routine of hers. So I thought that I would share it with all of you again. And because I am doing a lot more of my business online, I've also found this very effective. Even this morning, I am sitting outside in a park area surrounded by people while I make some points for this podcast. Otherwise, I could go all day being inside and not seeing any other humans. So you may want to think about that as an option um, if you're home alone or if you're needing some interaction with other people. And it just goes to show you that there are many ways to adapt your morning routine according to what it is that you need for your life. But you want to make it happen. Write it down if you have to, but make some positive, healthy habits for yourself so that you can stay on track and stay motivated to live your best life. So I hope that you've all found this helpful and perhaps you've got yourself a routine or maybe you're craving for some new healthy habits. And I find doing them in the morning sets me up for a really successful day and then I'm not thinking about it throughout the day. I'm able to get them completed so that I can enjoy the rest of the day and I'm not thinking about having to complete another task. I get up, I get it done, and I'm good for the day. Now, if you have a routine or if you're looking for some healthy tips on how to make some healthy habits in your life, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to message me on social media. I love connecting on Instagram and you can find me at Move Life. And remember, move is, move is with a U or on Facebook, of course, and my email, michelle at movelife.com. So thanks again for tuning in and I will see you all again next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and the Move Forward podcast. I am extremely grateful to each of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to share this episode with someone you think would benefit. Also, if you could please leave an honest review by going to iTunes and leaving your thoughts and questions. Let us know what you would like to hear more of so we can continue to inspire and share with the world. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am forever grateful for this community that we are building and the individuals we are helping. Until next time, we hope you continue to move forward by choosing to move your body, your mind, and your soul. Thanks, guys.